Hello, I'm Jim. This is On The Left Side, The Funny Football Show. Tottenham have cracked under the Inter pressure. They were leading for so long, but two goals late in the game have turned it around. The more I learn about the modern-day footballer, the more I realise that their lives are a million miles away from mine. Fast cars, loose women, more cash than you can eat. It is literally the opposite of every single aspect of my life. And this week, there was another tantalising glimpse into what the 24-7 is like for those with the God-given talent to kick an air-filled pig's bladder really, really hard. It was the BBC's Premier League show who provided the insight as they introduced us to 17-year-old Sam Morgan, a man who sells clothes to football's biggest names. Two days before the World Cup final, I got a FaceTime from Paul Pogba, who I'd never spoken to before. He was on Benjamin Mendy's phone, and he was just saying, are you the plug? And I was like, yeah, and he says, you're the one that Benji's been telling me about. Two days after the World Cup final, I got the Eurostar to Paris. We had multiple goofy jackets, multiple vintage glasses, straight to the team hotel where everyone had stayed the night before. I just rocked up there and delivered everything to Paul and chilled. He is known as the Garms Dealer. He's a clothes dealer. Seriously, I've got a clothes dealer. It's called Assos. You don't need someone on speed dial to give you a quick fix of Gucci whenever you get a craving. Just go to the fucking shop, you dickhead. What is it about footballers that makes them only interested when stuff is super expensive or super exclusive? Mm-hmm. I'm going to set up as the lactose man, dealing high quality dairy products to footballers all over the world. I can get you skimmed, I can get you semi, I can get you oat. Pay the right price and I will hook you up with some of the best cow juice on the market. Sorry, I just need to get that. Hello? My man, how's it going? Gold top. You know I'm your man for gold top, boy. Accrington and Stanley. Who are they? I'll be over in an hour. Sorry, that was Ian Rush. Now, where was I? It was European week this week and a whole load of the footballing world's big boys were getting their chance to strut their stuff on the big stage. And finally, Manchester United had something to be cheerful about. Even Jose seemed a little bit more cheerful than usual, making a playful comparison with the way his team must adapt to the Champions League opposition's young boys' plastic pitch with one of his famous tennis-playing mates. We are in Switzerland, the home of one of the best ever tennis player. And um, I'm pretty sure that the big man sometimes is not happy to play in in such a surface, but he has to play and he has to win. And everybody knows he has a favourite surface, but he has also to win in the surfaces that he's not in love with. The irony being that I'd argue so far this season United have been emulating Federer, in that they appear to be trying to avoid hitting the net in most of the games they play. And yet this game, they managed to bag three, away from home. Unheard of. There is also no doubt that Young Boys is one of the most hilarious names of any football team, with virtually any headline guaranteed to raise a smile, win, lose or draw. Manchester United struggle to overcome Young Boys, for example. But even that pales into comparison by the hilarity caused by the Daily Mail's match report, which read, They may be called Young Boys, but the Swiss side starting 11 were two years older than last night's United side. Whoa. What's that? They're called Young Boys, but they're not actually Young Boys? Now that is investigative journalism. What about grasshoppers? Are they actual grasshoppers? 
It's understandable that the male would be struggling for words, however, this week when you consider that their usual target, Paul Pogba, had a bloody good game. Two goals and assists, three key passes, he regained possession 11 times and made more passes than any other player on the pitch. Even the most ardent Pogba hater would struggle to find negatives from that performance. But then, that's not counting on Graham Souness. If he wants to become a star, I think he's got to change his attitude to football. I bet he's a really nice boy, but I think he'd treat football as a bit of a, a joke. At least he held off mentioning his hair this week. My favourite part of that wholly unreasonable rant and continuation of Souness's personal agenda against Paul Pogba is this bit. I wonder if he trains properly every day. That's a, that's a stab in the dark at one of the things that could improve. Amazing. Completely unfounded speculation. He may as well have just said that he's sure that Pogba steals cookies off Girl Scouts and regularly drowns kittens in the local canal. And that is unacceptable. But if Jose isn't going to be playing the miserable Jose role, then surely we need someone who is going to play that role. And apparently this week, that job fell to Mauricio Pochettino. I mean, if Jose isn't going to be Jose, then we need someone else that the media can regularly label as on the edge and having crazy rants. And if one funny foreigner can't do it, well, it might as well be another one. And I think you'd have to admit there was a touch of the Jose's about Pochettino as he demanded respect after Spurs' Champions League loss against Inter Milan this week. You disrespect the player that today they were the show the best quality that the opponent. Why? Why disrespect the players that are in the, in the pitch? He just wants some respect. 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 But most of all, it was the beautiful and yet slightly unhinged analogy before the game that drew the most comparisons to the special one. It's like a cow that always, every, every single day during 10 years, see the, the train uh, cross in front in the, the same time. And uh, if you ask the cow uh, what time is going to come the, the, the train, it's not going to, to have the, the right answer. So what he was trying to get across was the importance, or the lack of, experience. But all I could think of was how dangerous it must be to have a train track running straight through a field of cows. Last week, given the news about Spurs' new stadium having a cheese room, I personally resisted the temptation just to launch into a load of cheese puns. But after that press conference, the Daily Mirror showed no such restraint and went in two-footed with the headline Apocalypse Cow! Which I quite like, but they followed it up with lines like It's an utter disaster! And Mario Icardi proved to be the train that Mauricio Pochettino's cow could not see coming. And then if ever Pochettino needed to use his powers of motivation, it is now. And who said that journalism was dead, eh? Personally, I think it's all a big misunderstanding. Remember that Poch's first language isn't English, and so COUS for Come On You Spurs is only one consonant away from COWS. It's easy to see how the confusion could happen. That's it, that's the end of the script. Are we really going to finish on the cow gag this week? Well, we just thought that was the end, so we packed up and went. That's, that's all I've got. Yeah, We're yeah. finishing on that one. Yeah, well, everyone's gone now. Give them, give them the night off. All right. You want to go get a beer? No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs>
that is it the show is done for another week we'll be back next week make sure you have subscribed to this podcast however you listen to your podcasts in whatever app you use on whichever website you go to and we'll make sure you get the new shows as soon as they're ready. Plus, visit ontheleftside.co.uk. You can not only find the subscription links you need there, but you'll find our YouTube channel and a whole load of other football funny bits. Finally, I want to just say thank you for your continued support and for you to continue listening to On The Left Side. This week, On The Left Side was nominated for a UK ARIA Award by the Radio Academy. We're up for Best Sports Show, up against the likes of the BBC, Seven Digital, BBC Five Live, Flintoff Savage and the Ping Pong Guy, and the brilliant boxing and MMA podcast, Fight Disciples, which you should probably check out as well. We're honoured to be nominated, and we literally couldn't do it without you guys listening every single week. So nice one, and we'll let you know if we win. See you soon. Bye-bye. On the left side is written and produced by Ant McGinley and Jim Salveson.